Everyone has a birthday they'll always remember. Can we open my presents now, Mommy? A good guy! I know it! I, I'm Chucky. There's nothing nice about murder. And there's nothing innocent about child's play. Are yep. we recording? We are recording. You we, is this uh, is this thing on? This thing is on. Are you sure? I don't. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is Dante and Eric, and you have rejoined us on the Thirteen Days Up podcast. Tonight we have dug into the crates for 1988's Child's Play. Why do you say dug into the crates like that? Uh, because I'm old. Oh, I thought you were making it like some sort of reference, like digging through a crate of child's toys find. I'm not that clever. I mean, I'm clever. Anyways, yeah, so it's Child's Play 1988. Yes. So relatively, I think, in terms of the remakes. I was 12. Or I, I should say, in terms of the originals, this might be the most recent original. That we've seen. That we've seen. Yeah. I was 12 when this movie came out. 12 or 11. You were like, what, 6? 5. Were you 5? I was 5. You were 5 when this came out? Yeah. You, what, how, what, what age did you actually see it? Oh, what? Um... That's a good question. Uh, I would say 10. Okay. 10-ish. All right. So your parents made you wait a little bit, or you didn't finally sneak around to it until five years later. No, I think I just saw it on TV. Oh, okay. The, yeah. It's probably the PG version or the uh, tapered down version of it. Mm. I mean, it's not like it's really gory. Yeah, it's not really gory or anything. Yeah. Yeah, what, so the first time I saw this fully that I know was not the, the TV edit was probably in my teens. Okay. 14, 15, something like that. I think I watched uh, 1, 2, and 3 because, um, yeah, I don't know, just because I wanted to. Yeah, why, why not, right? Right. I mean, it was for a while, it was a, a little popular series in terms of they made, what, three or four of them? They made seven of these, buddy. Whoa. Yeah. Not including the remake. I now, guess the remake would be eight. And I said earlier that me and my family used to watch these when we were kids. Mm -hmm. we, we, I remember at least up to the first three. First three. And... At the time, it was like I don't. I'm trying to think of a t of like the type of because to me it was just more funny. I don't think it was a situation that was really like scary because to me it's not really a scary movie. But it was more like oh, this is kind of creepy, kind of funny, and the premise of the ideal of someone um, transfers their soul to a doll. And... Not just anyone, sir. That is Mr. Brad Dorf. Yes. The, so let's get to that. You always say the great. How come you didn't say the I, great? I'm about to. Brad I haven't done the introduction yet. Oh, okay. So let me get to it. So Child's Play, 1988's Child's Play, starring the great Brad Dorf. You may know him for uh, everything. As, um, he's everything. In everything. He's, he's in, in uh, everything. Dune. Dune. He's in Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, I uh, believe. That was his first film. Um, What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? else? Um, all of the Child's Plays up to the remake. <laughs> all, the, did, all of the he Child's Plays. He was in all the movies. All of them. Blue okay, Velvet. Not the, not the remake, though. Blue Velvet. Not the remake, though, right? Not the remake. Not the remake. We'll talk about that. He was in Jungle Fever. All right. He was in, um, uh, he was in the Halloween uh, remakes, the Rob Zombie uh, Halloween. The zombie, Rob Zombie version? Yeah. Okay. So he was in everything. He's been in everything. You look up his IMDb, it takes a while to load it's, because... It takes a minute. Yeah, you need a, you need a high... Um, High bandwidth to load his IMDb profile. Yeah, my computer said come back. Yep. Yeah. Um, Catherine Hicks, uh, I remember her from Seventh Heaven. 
Really? Yeah. I remember not, her. Not from Voyager. I don't remember from Voyager, from Star Trek Voyager. No, but... it was in Voyager. Yes, yeah, she was. No, she, she has credit for it. Oh, no, Voyage Home. Sorry. Voyage Home. Voyage yeah, Home. yeah, Star yeah. Trek she, was, she was the uh, Marie Biologist. I don't remember that one. Yeah, she was She was the one who was studying George and Gracie. I'm at the, we, we're going to have to go through maybe a Star Trek movie run. We can do that. Let's do that. All right. Um, Alex Vincent, the great Alex Vincent. See, the great Alex Vincent. These are the only movies he's been in. This one, the second one. That's why he, he's great. He came back, I think, for Bride of Chucky or That's why Curse of Chucky, I think. That's why he's great. Yeah. Yeah. No more need to be made. Yeah. You know, when you can do this, you can sit there and say, I put my greatness out there for you. And I didn't taint it by making more. Well, to be fair, it's cool he came back. Because, unfortunately, he, they didn't make bring him back with the third one. But he's in one and two. And then uh, Don Mancini brought him back for, I think, five and six. Maybe six and seven. I think six and seven, actually. I'm still shocked that we really had that many versions of this movie. Oh, they're great. They're great. Um, Chris Sarando. Or is, am I pronouncing that right? No. It's Chris Sarandon. Sarandon? Why did I write? Oh, that's bad typing. I, I typed this wrong. That's, Let me go to IMDb. That's, that, that it's is, Brandon. That is Academy Award nominee, Chris Brandon. Yeah. From Fright Night. Yeah. One from, that's that's where I knew him from. Yeah. Uh, he was in Dog Day Afternoon, uh, Princess Bride. I'm, oh, and Princess Bride. Okay. Yeah. Now I remember. All yeah. right. He's um, Hupperdink. Hupperdink. Well, why was he in this? Hupperdink. Hupperdink. Why did he do this one? Why did he do this one? Well, it's a funny story. So he was offered this role, and up until this point, he was most famous from Fright Night. And playing other bad guys. He kind of has that, like, swarmy, has that, that swarmy bad yeah. guy face. He has that face. So, this was an opportunity for him to play the good guy detective. Yeah, he's, he's so a Why wouldn't he turn away? Yeah, I guess. And uh, he worked with the director before, Tom Holland. I, I guess uh, the reason why I asked that is because you said um, Academy, Award Academy Award nominee. nominee. And it's like, okay, well, why, why, why'd you do this movie? Well, I mean, that was Dog Day Afternoon. That was back in the 70s. The right. 80s were rough on him. I mean, Friday Night was a big hit in the 80s. This yeah. was a huge hit. Yeah, uh, well, I like Fright Night. Relatively. Yeah. That's one of that's one of my uh ones I remember fondly from We're doing Fright Night. Huh? We're doing Fright Night. Sweet. Yeah. Right. We're doing a double Dom Holland, Chris Sarandon feature. Alright, director Tom Holland. I don't I mean thinner? But he 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 did thinner. Okay. Uh, he did uh, Stephen King's The Langoliers. I thought he did recently. a few episodes of Langoliers, right? Or right. all. Just the one. It was, it's like, one. It, was a, it was a two night event. Okay. Um, um I thought that was like a Anyway, no, no, doesn't it, matter. The problem is nobody stuck around after the first night. I was looking through the rest of his IMDb and I was like, oh, cool. He was big in the eighties. I, I remember thinner. I mean, Fright Night. That's 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 about it for Tom Holland. But you know what? Hey, hey, he made thinner, which for the longest time was a joke between me and some of my friends, always saying thinner. This to be creepy. Well, because in the movie, it's like a creepy, uh, weird witch doctor lady, mm -hmm. voodoo lady, yeah. and she says that's that's the curse. She right. just goes. So you were just creeping your friends out? No, we just, it was a, you know what? Okay, all right. So to give a synopsis for anyone who probably hasn't seen it, I imagine anyone Everyone knows it. what Child's all Play right. is. Do, yeah. we need, do we need Child's Play? This is the hidden gem that no one's seen. Everyone's seen the first one. You sure? Um, I mean, the second one's my favorite. <laughs> but, well, okay, of the original three. Let's give the synopsis. Okay. A single mother gives her son a sought-after doll for his birthday. Only to discover it's possessed by a soul of a serial killer. There's a there was a did you know fact? I, I actually decided to pay attention to it. Wait, you're giving me a fact about the movie? Yeah, I I saw it. I Wait, looked it up. I said what? there's a did you know fact? And I was like, oh what? This okay. seems interesting. Yeah. I wonder if it's true. So I want you I'm gonna say it okay. and you tell me if this is true. Okay. It says that the original script, uh basically the, the kid the the, the the doll was gonna be named Buddy instead of Chucky. Right. 
and he came to life after mixing blood with Andy and killed those who were against Andy, like the babysitter and the teacher, manifesting Andy's loneliness and isolation. No, it's not true. So that's bullshit. No, it is true. I just I just don't want you stealing my thing. God damn it. Uh, no, that is true. So this was written by Don Mancini, who basically drew, uh, writ, wrote all of the Child's Play films um, up until the remake. The remake is literally the only one that he had no part of. Now, he he wrote the first two. Uh, I gotta remember, I can't remember if he came back for the third. He probably did. But then he started directing them after Bride of Chucky. He did uh, Cult of Chucky, Curse of Chucky, Seed of Chucky. And I think that was the last one. No, so it, I think it went Curse, Seed, no, it went Seed, Curse, and then Cult of Chucky. Yeah, I think, I, like I said, I think I... I was about the three, about three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of the original, the first three, uh, that really had more to do with Andy. The second one's probably my favorite. Uh, of all the Child's Play films, Bride of Chucky is just a masterpiece. It is funny. It is hilarious. It's funny. It's funny. It's so good. Yeah. Actually, I, I do recall Bride of Chucky. Yeah. Directed by Ronnie Yu. Bride of Chucky got him the Freddy vs. Jason job. Ah. Yeah. All right. So the movie starts. Yes, it's Chicago, right? I'm sure it's it's, Chicago. Yeah, it seems like it's Chicago or someplace back east, I think right? It's Chicago. It has the elevated train. I think right. them in New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah. It's not New York. Yeah, I think it's Chicago. So let's go with Chicago. Yeah. All right. So in Chicago, let's just talk about this kid first, okay? Andy. Oh, Andy. We have to talk about the connection between Child's Play and Toy Story. We gotta link these together because Andy is also the name of the kid from Toy Story. Oh, okay. Both movies. Have toys that come to life. Are you telling me there's a connection here? I'm thinking that this is a prequel to Toy Story. Holy shit. Dinner. No. No. All right. Um, what do you think of this kid? This kid's a terrible actor. I'm this just going to come on and say this, it. I'm going to give yeah. your opinion for you. Yeah. Well, you saw my face. He's a terrible actor. You can't blame him. Though. You can't hate on a kid, especially in the 80s. An 80s kid. I mean, can't. I mean, I can't. I would say it wasn't. Wait, hold on. Are you are you challenging me? Yeah. Okay. Right, I'm, I'm going to hate on this kid's acting. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna because I have some things I can compare it against. Like we saw, we literally just saw a movie earlier with Poltergeist where I can look at a child actor and say, I and at no time did I sit there and say, "Wow, Caroline, you suck." Who's a better actor, Robbie or Andy? Wait, Robbie. Sorry, Caroline's brother. Oh, Caroline's brother. Really? Hands down. Even though he was useless. I don't know. There's some scenes where Andy gets that. Hands down. I never, emotional. I never thought to myself, this kid is completely hamming up. The I'm the innocent little kid. Like he's he's hamming up the lines the way he's. You're really critiquing even. this kid. Yeah, this I'm kid's sorry. Like six, seven. Yeah. I mean, so the, think about that time. And if I, I'm old enough to think about the time in the '80s and probably even coming out the late '70s, there's a bunch of little child stars that came mm. around, child actors. At that time, it wasn't unheard of that you would see a child actor who would be pretty talented. I can't say I felt that way about this movie, but and then again, I mean, they I'm had, not gonna go too hard on them because he's a kid. They had a like a nationwide search for a child actor. And the reason this kid got the the job is when they were reading the script, uh, they were reading the scene where later he's in bed and he's uh, telling his mother uh, Maggie was a bitch and deserved what she got, something like that. Yes. Uh, and that was part of the table read. And when they got to she was a bitch, he pretended like he didn't know his lines because he didn't want to say that word in front of his mother who was watching the audition. And they thought he did such a good job pretending like he forgot his lines. That he was such an innocent kid. Yeah. Well, good for him. Uh, I'll tell you what's not innocent. That breakfast he's making. That breakfast. 
So this harkens me back to being a kid, because similar situation, I, I was raised by a single mother, and if if I woke up early on a Saturday or something like that to watch cartoons and yeah. pour a mobile bowl of cereal. And don't, um, you tried to clog her arteries? No. This kid's trying to kill his mom. He's mother. trying to kill his mom. Yeah, this yeah. kid already has some deep psychological issues. Yeah. Because um, that's like, that's a, that is a bowl of sugary cereal. That he pours more sugar he into. He pours the entire thing of, of, of the entire sugar bowl into the bowl of sugar cereal. Then what he has, he has the burnt toast, also not good for you, and then just like an ice cream scoop of butter. Here, mom, breakfast in bed. Yeah, eat it. Yeah, that's love though, right? That is not love. He's trying to kill her. Slowly. Slowly. But, but he's going to make it look like it was natural causes. Yeah, but he loves her. Andy is a genius. Probably, yeah. I would I, I would say, I mean, but again, okay. he's a nice, innocent kid. But here's what I'm thinking. You can't really blame Andy too much because that mother is the ultimate troll, okay? That mother... Catherine Hicks, by the way, I can't not see her and think she's about to get beamed aboard a Klingon bird of prey to take George and Gracie back to the future. Besides that point, I'm just waiting for any moment. That mother, it's his birthday. It's his birthday. Yeah. Right, right. Happy birthday, uh, man. He has some gifts out. A big ass gift. I mean, I'm talking, this is a huge box. Yes. That's wrapped, right? It looks exactly like the same size as what he really wants, a good guy's doll. Yes. This reminds me of the Cabbage Patch Kids when, at the time. Right, the right. Popular, right? It was a huge, it's a huge box. Yeah. Now, the kid obviously is excited because he's a huge Good Guys fan. Who isn't? Well, it was my favorite cartoon. That was, that was his favorite cartoon. Uh, it's not a real cartoon. That's no, not a thing. No, but I was a big Teddy Ruxpin fan and just it, it spoke to me. I loved yeah. Teddy Ruxpin when I was a kid. His age. What do you think's in that box? A Good Guy doll? Oh, you would think that. You would think that if you were Andy. What's actually in the box, though? Clothes. Clothes. Why did she put... A pair of overalls in a box the exact same size as a good guy's doll. Maybe she is trying to get him back because she realized he's secretly trying to kill her. Oh, this is it's, it has exactly. layers. It has this layers. Is, see, we we don't see what's really happening in the background. Yeah, you know, the, the audience think that this is a movie about a uh, right. you know a strangler who inherit and uh, inhabits the body of right. of a, a doll who yeah. wants to go kill and it's get revenge. No, 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 no. This is about the secret war between Andy and his mom. Yeah, this is it's it's like matricide the movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's the it's it's the story behind. But the, the audience story. is too dumb. They didn't figure the it movie out. thinks you're dumb, audience. You guys are better than that. You That's guys what are you better than that. that. You're better than that. Uh, I love it when um, the mother who works at uh, looks like a mall or like a J.C. Penny, Dillard's, whatever it was. Um, I love it when she she comes back from buying the doll because it's like a hot item, I guess, or expensive item. Yeah, it's the hot it's the hot new toy. It's a hot new toy. And uh, I love the uppity 80s manager. Like, every movie in the 80s had this uppity, uh, snooty manager. Who, I mean, dude, you're a manager at a department store. I guess in the 80s, maybe that was a big thing. That was, like, high-end. High so, uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. This is something that, that crossed my mind. Yeah. The impression that we get is she's a single mother. Yeah. Right? Well, of course, they, they that's known. She's a single mother raising her kid. Right. right? And it seems to me that um, maybe... The reason why she's not able to go out and get him the doll immediately is because maybe money's tight, right? Well, it's a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks in the eighties is like five thousand. Right. It's not, but but no, no, no. Okay. Inflation's a now bitch. she she lives in they live in a pretty nice apartment. You call that a pretty nice apartment? I think so. I mean, that like that apartment looks like a pretty spatial spacious apartment. That doesn't look like the the apartment of I work at the at the mall and I'm like a 
a clerk or something like that at one of the. She works at a jewelry jewelry, jewelry store, department. Right? She looks like she, she she does okay. Well, it could have been the life insurance money she got after um, killed Andy her killed her as well. Oh, you said cheated. Oh, what? I think Andy might Did have said out too loud. Maybe. Maybe Andy wants to get her back because she killed his dad. Oh. Ooh. See. Told you. Yeah, and you do. There's a story behind the story, folks. There is a story behind the story, and I think we can't go any further without telling the story, the tragic tale, mm. of Charles Lee Ray. Oh, the old. That's the old two uh, serial killers, right? The three names. Yeah. That's always. The and name, it, right? I think it's Charles Manson, Lee Harvey Oswald, Lee Harvey Oswald, and Ray Bands. Yes. Ray Ray Bands. Ray Bands. James Earl Ray. James Earl Ray. Completely messed that up. Like James Earl Jones. Which is weird because James Earl Ray was, I mean, he assassinated Martin Luther King, but he wasn't a serial killer. That's the part I don't quite get. Is it, aren't usually like the serial killers with the three names? Yeah, well. Oh, well. Yeah, maybe they'll just. Move it on. It's true. So what happens is uh, Charles, Charles Ray. Ray Charles. Wait a second. Ray Charles? Bruce Lee Roy Ray Charles. What? Did Ray Charles have a middle name? Did he? Was it Lee? I think it's just Ray, okay. and then Charles. But we'll call we'll call him Ray Lee Charles. Ray Lee Charles. Okay. Uh, so he's he's being chased by Chris Sarandon. He kind of just jumps right into it. I don't know if he's did he he he's just leaving a scene of the. I feel like we he's we cornered. Kind, I feel like we missed he's a scene. I feel they just go into an establishment mm-hmm. of he this detective has been on to on his case for a while, right? Yeah. And finally, he has him cornered. Whether it's a. Um, situation where it's a crime gone wrong he wasn't and he was interrupted or if it's just we finally got wind of where this guy is at seems like he's with someone though right he's with someone else it was eddie yeah so, so it seems he, like he has nothing got thwarted he has an accomplice now right. question is he cornered i mean he's cornered when he decides to go ahead and run into a toy store right right a toy at store. first it starts off where it's almost like they're in the street he decides to go into a course a toy store and then corner himself the world's biggest toy store yeah because Things that go on in there. So he gets cornered, quote, unquote, yes, uh, by one guy. Yes. Uh, he also has a gun. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to say you get cornered while you have a gun where you could probably just take out the detective That's at any point, really. However, he runs into the toy store, uh, gets shot a few times, yes. uh, realizes he's about to die. He's not really happy about that. He's not happy about that. No. He transfers by, we later learn, uh, voodoo, I think. I think yeah. it's voodoo. See what... See what... See, what uh, Detective Mike Morris didn't know, he was fucking a goddamn witch doctor. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Joke's on you. Joke is on you. Kale ma transfer me into this doll. Doll, which is the most famous voodoo spell. It is. So that's how his soul gets transferred into the famous, iconic Chucky doll. Well, I mean... And technically, it's just the good good guy the, doll. The good guy's doll. He, his nickname, Charles's nickname, is Charles is Chucky. Is Chucky. So therefore, he introduces himself as Chucky. Right, right. So the mother gives him basically. She couldn't afford a brand new inbox, so she uh, buys the opened good guy's doll from a hobo. From a hobo. However, we saw the toy store blow up because mm. after he's done doing his curse, there's a big lightning bolt. Yeah, things kind of on fire. Up. Except for this doll. That's a pristine doll. Pristine doll. Yeah. Which is out of the box at the time. Yeah. So when the detective finds Charles's body, the, the good guy doll is out of the box, meaning that somebody put the doll back in the box, and then this uh, this, this homeless person it. yeah, rescued, rescued it. it and sells it to... What's the kid's name? 
He sells it to the, he sells it to the mother. Yeah. So what's the kid's name though? Andy. Andy. We just talked about How that. You, come, come on, it's Andy. Right. Uh, so he sells the doll to uh, whatever the kid's uh, name is to his mom. To mom. And we learn pretty quickly that uh, he is talking to Andy. Yeah, yeah. We never get to see it though. So I remember because I've been watching. This is the longest time since I've seen this first one. I gotta say, I think I've seen Bride of Chucky a whole bunch more than I've seen any other ones. And in that one, he's talking through the entire time. They don't. They don't try to do the jaws. We're not going to show the monster. Uh, we're going to allude to the monster to make it more scary. After I think the, I mean the second one, they just start showing him all the time. So I feel like this one was very much. We're going to be sneaky with our reveals, which I'm surprised because you know what that animatronic. It's pretty classic. It actually, I love that puppet. It actually kind of still holds up. I love that puppet. Yeah, I wasn't watching it going, "Oh, this looks dated." Right. Like you know, what I'm saying like for it, I, I, I'm like, it looks pretty decent. Yeah, for what they're, I mean, what there's they're there's obvious scenes where you can tell they just put a person, a mask on a small child, and yeah. just the child just ran through a hall. Oh yeah, speaking of which, like this scene where the first part where he after they bring him home and he first becomes active for the night, that first running across the hall, it's actually. Uh, his sister, the kid's sister, the kid who plays Andy. That's his sister who's running. You're doing it again. What? Well, yeah, sorry. That's that's my that's my oh, stick. Sorry. So did you know that uh, that first night he comes alive uh, and kills the babysitter? The scene where you see him running is actually the actor's who plays Andy's sister. Oh, hope oh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, well, this is why I'm on the podcast. Oh, thank you. So he kills Maggie, which is the babysitter slash friend. So I mean, did she deserve that? Because she wouldn't let him watch the news. Right. Next time, if any of you out there who have young kids mm -hmm. and they go, oh, my imaginary cat doll wants doll to watch wants the news, to just let, let, the, let the doll watch the news. Yeah. That I mean, hurt. I guess. This I mean, she knows this now, but did she deserve that? Because here's my, I have some, who wrote this again? Mancini? Yeah. Don Mancini. Writing in this, in this movie. Yeah. Now we'll have to one day revisit at least the second third or fourth one to, to figure out if it gets better but I, I want to understand his motivation because he wants revenge right yeah and if anything i would think you want to maybe not draw too much attention until True. you can get to, to accomplish what you want to accomplish right True. so first night yeah brought home yeah meet your new kid she's gonna be your family you don't know anything about what you got to be with this kid True. you're just kind of like hey i need to somehow not get noticed that the kid, he can no. Who's gonna believe the kid if, if I'm talking to the kid, right? Right. But now you just yeah. Fuck you up. You put, you put I'm Maggie. That, Aunt Maggie has to go. You put that seed out there. Apparently, you could say he put the seed of Chucky out there. I see what you did there. Yeah. I see what you did there. So I, I would say to that though. I mean, he's a serial killer. I mean, I get someone has to die. Yeah. Maybe he could have killed the people he was after first and then later has to kill Listen, this Maggie. movie doesn't need any more time to set up. We understand it. We want to see Chucky kill some people. Apparently. So I would appreciate, I actually appreciate the script. I think the script is actually pretty damn good. Just, let's get to the killer. Let's do it. All right. So he kills Maggie, right? Kills Maggie. She, she takes, out the window. You know, she, she takes a hammer to the eye and somehow and the window. catapults herself. Outside of the window onto a truck. I like how she somehow she falls back out the window, but when, you, when we see the angle up at the building, mm -hmm. she's falling face down, meaning face. she fell out and then rolled Rotated around. down and did a Greg Luganis directly into a truck. Yeah, well, I mean, it, they thought it was pretty good looking because it, it was the poster, so... I'll give her a um, 9.5. You meet Chris Sarandon again, who is apparently the only homicide detective in Chicago. Yes. 
uh, you think that he would have other things to do, like cleaning up the mess that happened just a night before. So that, that's that's pretty cold. Like he apparently he solves the case. He kills a serial killer. He just can't get he away. He has from to this go guy. to work the next night. Man, yeah. they can't give him a night off. Now, so this is again my issue with the writing yeah. because if he had just been through a situation where he just killed someone, you're required to have to take some time off. There's some administrative leave where you have to. You can't just immediately go back in oh, on the job after you just shot. We can get into some some shoddy police work in this film. I will say oh, that. Oh, thank you because I got notes. Uh, but I do like Chris Sarandon, even though I know him as obviously the bad guy from uh, Fright, Night. Fright Night and the bad guy from Princess Bride. I thought he. I mean, he he's instantly likable. Actually, I don't yeah, have a problem have, with it. I have nothing wrong with, with him as as an actor. Yeah, that, that's that's the the writing in terms of the setup of what a cop it. It gives me the impression that either cops, if they, the way they wrote cops back in the 80s in some certain movies, either they're Did you take police, in the 80? In the 80s. In the 80? In the 80. <laughs> <laughs> Their practice was so bad where it's kind of like, oh, yeah, that... I think it was. Or we were, they just did really bad research in terms of, hey, what would happen if there was a police-involved shooting? What would happen if after a woman does a... Uh, Swan dive. Swan dive out into a window, yeah. and then you find uh, footsteps in, that you believe belong to a little kid, and yeah. you're thinking, hey, maybe this kid's a murderer, but yet the mother's able to say, hey, we've had a rough night. You guys need to get out of here, and I want to be with my son. And you're like, all right, we're out. Right. He has some pull I in mean, the department. If you're a homicide cop and you're investigating that, you're probably like, wait a second, ma'am. I, I know this is your kid, but... Listen. Yeah, they probably would have put them up in a hotel. Probably. You know, this is a crime scene now. This is, right? So You're not just going to be able to... Who's patching up that window? This is the second movie we've done this month where a window gets miraculously fixed. Because like in Poltergeist, when the tree came through the window, it was just fixed the next day. Yeah. I think in the same night it was fixed. Yep. Yeah, so uh, I think... So they think... He, they, you can tell he, the detective, is obviously immediately thinking that the kid somehow was involved. Everyone right. likes the kid's involved. It would have to be. There's a there's probably a cool Alfred Hitchcock version of this film where Andy is the killer. I think Andy is the killer. Okay, well, in this world of the movie, where well, he's not... I thought we were talking about the movie behind the movie. Right, but it, we're going to talk surface level for the moment. Oh, okay. I, I think there's a very cool m movie um, where the kid is the killer, and he's just insane and thinks his doll tells him things. I think there's also, later on... When the mother, the next day, the mother takes him to school and he ditches out because uh, Chucky wants to go kill his accomplice that left him behind, Eddie. How cool would it have been if the final reveal was Andy is in on it the whole time. Like Chucky's like, hey, we're going to go kill this motherfucker. Andy's like, I'm in. Say no I'm more, fam. Yeah. Let's get on this train. Right? Wouldn't that be the great twist ending? That, like, would, that the, would be pretty good. At the very end, you see you see Andy like like putting the pieces with glue back together. The whole time. It the was Andy. Time. What's the uh what's the movie with John Cusack where it turns out at the whole time Identity. Uh, identity, right? Yeah. And it turns out like the kid is the one who's kinda That's my answer for everything. What's that yeah. movie with John Cusack? I just identity. go identity. Like, I like oh it. no, I meant the one where he's holding the jukebox above his head above the girl's <laughs> window. I'm like, Oh yeah, it's identity. Identity. Yeah. All right, so I was holding. If you guys could do, can't see this because this is not videotaped. You, you were holding your iPad up above your head. Thank you. And I was the, holding the, it up well uh, that gives my surface me, above my head. That gives me a terrible idea that if they ever remake Say Anything, it's going to be an iPad above someone's head. Oh, it's going to be a Surface, because I'm a Surface man, but I'm holding my Surface like John Cusack. Shout out to John. All right. So the kid gets on the train. Yes. Um, I'm assuming paid with his lunch money. Yeah. I mean, this is another thing about writing. Sorry. I'm going to... I'm going to... No, please. Tell tell uh, multi-millionaire, probably, I don't know. Who? Mancini? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, he, hey, he wrote seven of these. Kids. Tell him how to this write. This kid's how old. 
How old is this kid? Six? I think he's six. You you just you can just hop on trains during the daytime when school's in session and no adult is like, hey, who is accompanying this little six year old? It was the eighties. It, it was a different time. They're wild and free. Uh then we get to actually get to see Chucky's first kill. Technically, you don't really see Chucky kill Maggie. You have to actually see Chucky kill his former friend Eddie. I mean, do we? Do I we? mean, it's similar to... I mean, we saw Maggie get hammered in the eye. It's true. That's true. His friend gets set up by shooting a gun off in a house that's filled up with a bunch of gas, which oddly his friend didn't smell. Right, but you but get decided to, to fire the gun and blow himself up. You get to see up. Chucky turn the, the stove on, that's, at least. That that looks like more of a kill than him hammering Maggie with in the eye? Baby steps. I, or, in this case... Chucky steps. Chucky steps. Chucky steps. Continuation love, problem on this here. Okay? I love I love Chucky Vision. Here's a continuation problem I have on this movie. What? The scene they set up before that is the kid setting Chucky on the on the, the chair. I'll yeah. be right back. I gotta go tinkle. Tinkle. Alright. Another thing with putting dolls on chairs. They, yeah. did, they did that earlier too in his room when he's talking to the kid. Yeah. Movie. They love that little trope. Like, let me do it. Let me do that, because it's always creepy. A little kid looking at a doll sitting in a chair. I'll come back to this on another time. I just want to put that out there for the world. Stop doing that, okay? Creeps yeah. me out. All right. Back to my situation of continuation. Chucky goes off, and he's about to go kill his friend, his, his old partner, whatever. The kid is like, hey, where's Chucky? He's by the house going, yeah. Chucky, Chucky, Chucky. Right. This is only after you hear some gunshots go off. Now, if you're a little kid, and you just heard loud gunshots going off, yeah, you're probably panicking a little bit, right? Okay. You're probably not calm and walking looking for your doll but then yeah his buddy decides to shoot the gun off one more time and blow himself the kingdom come yeah and the kid's right by that house kid is by the house but don't see it and at no point in time does it look like the kid was anywhere close to being close by that house and injured once the, once we fast forward to being at the police station well okay so well, continuation issue was like if he's going to be by the house maybe there's a risk there that the kid could have gotten hurt okay and you could show that maybe he got but hurt i would argue two things first this is Chicago. Buildings blow up all the time. I don't know if you heard about this, but Trump yeah. says it's a it's a Chirac. dystopian hellscape. Chirac is just a TV show. It's a right. TV show. It's not it's not real. And part well, not based off of it's not really like Iraq. Yeah. Next thing I'm gonna say is this this movie isn't real. Oh, I'm sorry. You got so me second there. second point is that we've already established Andy is a is a fucking psychopath. Okay. So all right to him explosions gunshots all he day run, work. This is normal to him. This is normal. This is lazy. God damn it. Yeah, explosions I, are lazy. How did I miss that? All right. I'll, uh, I'll, I'm with you there. I like the explosion. It's a good looking explosion. Uh, I will say the nice thing is at the end of this movie, the mother's going to get paid. Because you know why? There's two instances where things happening to this kid, which would never happen in real life. One, you mean that he's being interviewed without the without, being without interrogated the from? without his mother without his there. parents right without there? Parents right. Right there. That's, yeah. that's a lawsuit. That's writing. That's all right. This now, kid, did this, this change? I mean, we. No. If, now, no, listen. No, you can't do it. If someone here who's listening to this yeah. happens to some be a lawyer and or happens to know what the laws were like back in the late 80s, especially in Chicago, please correct us if it was okay for a minor to be interviewed by police officers without their parent present or, or legal guardian. No, it's, it's still illegal. It's still illegal, it's right? Illegal. Okay. That kid could have flat out said, yeah, I killed him. I killed him and I hope they I hope they burn, burn in hell. hell. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it would, none of that would have been admissible in court. Yeah. So... The other one I'll get to later. It's towards the end. They take Andy away to 
uh, some shady ass looking child psych ward, which looks like it's out of Twelve Monkeys. This is the worst. It's place the worst ever. place. I mean, this is where you're gonna take a kid that you su that you suspect ha has some issues, and that yeah, he, but you know, you take him to the place that looks like it's where you you lock up like right. mass murderers. I mean, okay, uh, well here it is. I could be wrong. The the doctor knows what we what we have figured the, out. The mother goes home. The kid is a psychopath. The kid, yeah, the kid's a psychopath. But the mother goes home, and um, there's one of my favorite reveals in the entire franchise oh. is when uh, uh, the whole movie, Chucky's been, or the, the doll, has been saying, you know, very doll-like things in the presence of other people. Uh, when she throws the box away, and the batteries fall out, yeah. and you see batteries included, which actually was the original title. One yeah. of the original titles was Batteries Included. That's a great moment. Because that, that's like, oh, like shit. That. I actually like that part too, right? Yeah. Now, and now, what I like too is also they follow it up by making sure she goes to go check the doll just in right. case, because sometimes something can come. You know, maybe with, they with put the batteries, the batteries already right, inside, right. and here's some spare batteries. So she goes to check it, and then Chucky's like, "You get to hear Brad Dorf's face, and you know a face. You get to hear Brad." I mean, when you Dorf's see his face, it's like it's talking. Voice, yeah. And my God, is that one of the most perfect voices? To ever come out of a horror creature. It is. It's pretty iconic. I said talk to me, damn it, or else I'm gonna throw you in the fire! You stupid bitch, you filthy slut! Did you fuck with me? Yeah. Yeah. When you hear that doll, even, the, even the, when the he's making bitch. little snide narcs were like, you know, fuck you when he's in the it elevator is, rolling up to the lady. It is like, absolutely perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. I can't imagine any other voice, and I'm curious about the remake. I'm actually scared for the remake, considering, but... Do you know whose voice it is? Uh, is it the guy? I'm not gonna who... tell you. you know, let's not spoil it. Let's not spoil it. No. Oh, okay. Let's not spoil it. Alright. Uh, cause it's pretty awesome, but at the same time, man, that voice is iconic. Yeah. I mean, that is like, yeah. that is like Robert Freddy. England's Freddy's voice. Yeah, it is. You just can't duplicate it. I you agree. hear it, you're like, that's Freddy. I you agree. hear this voice, that's Chucky. That's Chucky. I agree. Then, uh, let's see, she now knows Chucky's alive. Yeah, the gig's up. She goes, tells the detective, and you get one of my favorite comedy slash action scenes in the franchise as well where he's driving and chucky's uh stabbing through the back seat and underneath the, the feet and, and then underneath the feet his balls yeah and, and uh chris sarandon's having to like move around and he for some reason the brake falls off which is okay <laughs> like you know you always know when you're watching an 80s movie because yeah. it's it's the boxy type uh ford that's always used yeah and uh the yeah. the 80s perm hair that like yeah. that aunt maggie has and a little but, no fact about those 80s cars the pedals were in fact held on by glue apparently it appears so so it's amazing anyone survived the 80s yeah. I, I did like that act i think it's a good action scene though it's funny yeah it's it's, it's, it's entertaining so he wrecks the vehicle and i'm thinking okay man you wreck the vehicle you're stuck in there yeah get out of the vehicle Get out of the vehicle. Well, get out of the vehicle, but I get it. You're just you're recognizing that. Oh crap! This lady's right. This whole right. time, this doll is. Plus, alive. he doesn't know where Chucky is, so he's about he's probably afraid that if he starts crawling out, the doll's gonna jump on him from maybe the top. Or I guess this way, it's the bottom of the car. Yeah, but the doll, the doll has just tried to stab him, right. and the knife is stuck next to him. So it's like, sure, if it jumps on you, you can grab it and try to throw it off you. That's true. He can't stab you because the knife. Is already next to you. I, I'm just. I mean, well, I'm, I'm like, what advocate. He what if that car, the car blows up? Get out of that car. That's what I thought it was going because I couldn't remember yeah. Chris Sarandon being in this movie past this point. I thought he died here. It's been so long since I've seen it. I was fearful for his life at I that forgot, moment. I'm I like, forgot. he's gonna get blown up in this vehicle. So this movie, relatively low body count, by the way. Uh, how many people die? We have. Uh, we see, had, 
two. Well, do we count uh, Charles? Do we, three. Do we count Charles? Three people. Charles dies. No, we won't count Charles. Well, we're going to count so murders we, only. So we have Maggie. Maggie. Chucky's murders. So Maggie. Maggie, the Eddie, doctor, the and... Doctor. Yes. And so the, three. Three. So, well, 3.5 if you count Charles. Well, why are we counting Charles? Because he half dies. His body dies, but his soul doesn't. That's like 3.5. He's... We, we're calling Chucky's murder. So in terms of 80s slasher film, because this is a slasher film, really. No one gets slashed. No one... He, yeah, he slashes a lot. That's all he really does. No, you know who else dies? Voodoo John. Oh. Voodoo John I dies. I forgot about Voodoo John. We haven't got the Voodoo John yet. In fact, we can get the Voodoo John right now, because so... Uh, she goes and finds Charles's apartment first. Yeah. How... This is a serial killer. How has this apartment not been completely locked up in an evidence locker somewhere? Like, if a serial killer dies, is that the end? Is that the end of the case? In the 80s, apparently. They just let everything go? Like, all right, case solved. In the 80s, apparently so. Should we go search his apartment for maybe an accomplice? Nope. Yeah. Nope, we're not going to take any of this evidence up. No, what you do is you put that house back on the market. Just as is. And and you basically say, lore has it that a yeah. serial killer lived here. As is. Where yeah. they see he's drawn on the wall a... Uh, what is it like? It's like a, a it's like a, an altar or yeah. It's, it's basically a mural of Voodoo John. Yes, I, he's not called Voodoo John. He's called John. His right? name is yeah. His name is John. But, but John obviously John. is a a, a a witch doctor who's taught him to do what he can do. Yeah. Um. Let I, I want to understand something here because mm -hmm. I mean now John gets the the most brutal death throughout the whole movie, um with the the, the Voodoo doll. The voodoo doll. Why? Do you have a doll of yourself okay. somewhere laying around? So this John? is the kind of movie where the strangest thing is not the fact that John, John has, a, has a voodoo doll. That's the, that's not strange. That's not the strangest thing. The, the line he gives to him is like, "You shouldn't have told me where you hide your stuff." Or yeah, why would you do that? Why would you have a voodoo doll of yourself anywhere laying around that could potentially be used? Why to would you yourself? have a voodoo doll of yourself? Help me understand. Someone's going to help me understand. Yeah, that's pretty weird. I guess if you, if you just want someone to come in and kill you. Oh, you think he's like it's he's like foreshadowing his own death? I don't know what. So what? What if uh, he killed a rival witch doctor, or who? John? Yeah. Mm. And or and, you know what? Never mind. It's not even worth looking into. I'm sure Dan, Don, Don Mancini was writing it. He's like, it's a voodoo. Who cares? Okay. Here's a here's a theory. Yeah. And then we can move on. If if let's go to rival, the rival made the doll. Yeah. And he ends up somehow killing the he rival kills the and rival. taking That's the doll, but he can't get rid of the doll yeah. because the doll's binding to him. Right. It'd be good if that was explained. If that was okay, we'll move on. It was not explained. It wasn't. It's not explained. But all right, um, go ahead and you hear the Chucky laugh. This is the first time you hear the Chucky laugh. He, when he laughs at uh, after breaking the voodoo doll's legs yeah. and arm, you hear that iconic Chucky laugh. Man, it's good. It just feels good. It's good. It just feels good. It's good. Uh, let's see. Um, then you get to do, uh, you get to see the... Well, so, uh, sorry, we need to kind of explain why this is happening. We don't right? need to explain why, anything. Why is Chucky coming here? Why should John? we explain it when the movie doesn't? Well, why is Chucky coming here? To get out. Because Chucky recognizes he's, he's becoming mortal. Oh, right. When he, gets, shot, he right. gets shot by the detective uh, after trying to kill him. And it hurts. And he realizes that he can bleed. So now he's like, okay, what's happening to me? And John's right. like, oh, you're becoming human. And yeah. it's like, oh, well... That's not cool. That's not cool at all. I need to wear someone else's meat suit. And so he's like, got to do to the first person you told him. He's like, I'm about to be six again. Yep. Well, there it is. Yeah. R.P. John. Let's take a moment of silence for John. He's not dead yet. Wait. He's not dead yet. Wait, he's dead now. We're giving him a moment of silence? Yeah. All right. Moment of silence for Voodoo John. And John's dead. 
right, so then we get to see the inside of, I guess, a children's psych ward. This thing... This it, is not a children's psych ward. They have him, like, locked in a cell. Uh, this, bars is this a on scouting thing? Because this does not seem like a place... This seems like a place you would put adults who are mentally traumatized in. Yeah. Like, the worst kind. Or... But it doesn't seem like a place that a young child would be kept. Well, I mean, they're on so the this, this is a It's just a scouting thing where I think, it's kind of like, hey, this is... We needed no, something that kind of simulated... No, no, no. no? This is all in-universe. I think they're on to the fact that Andy is a fucking psychopath. We're back to that again? Yeah. We're back to the story beneath yeah. the story? Because the mother probably told him... Uh, told the police, you know, what Andy made for her in the morning. Okay. All right. I'm with that. I will I will go with that. So he's there, and then Chucky's like, now, how Chucky's, does... Chucky's going to kill him. How does Chucky know where he's at? Uh, Chucky was there uh, in the... Yeah, but how does he know where this facility's at? The he, doc's like, he... hey, I'm going to take him, but... So they had these things back in the 80s called phone books. Oh, so he... you, could, you could actually look in the phone book. I'm old or, enough like, to remember that. Yeah. It, was like a, it was like a yellow thingy. It, it was, was large. You can find them at uh, these things called... Get this. What? There were these things called pay phones right? right right and you would actually put coins into them right to make calls yeah Could you, can you believe that yeah right seriously no and then some of them actually travel through space and time excellent yeah whoa oh, i like what you did there yeah yeah so this is again this is another case where the mother's gonna be rich after this yeah because the doctor is going to drug andy again without any sort of parental permission i mean has he been committed at this point because no. i mean the, the the conversation is oh we should let let me keep him for a few days right a few days right right but even if he's admitted Not, you, the mother still has to sign off on medication given to him i'm just going to give you just a taste unless, unless somewhere she signed off on it I'm gonna give and you in just the fine a taste. print it says we may end up sedating your son lawsuit number two Mother's name, by the way, is uh, Karen. Yeah. Uh, the doctor gets killed. Uh, he gets uh, his Achilles slashed. Well, no. So I thought, so this movie sets me up for thinking that considering Chucky's height and yeah. when he always has some type of sharp blade in his hand that he's going to cut some he Achilles. Is. But no, he actually stabs him in the calf. Well, stab slash. Yeah. They both are letter S. Not the, you know, it's. It's something about the Achilles slash. But then really, he puts, really, he puts, puts the, apparently they, at this children's psychological unit. Yes. They do. Um, electroshock electro, therapy. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And and he gets uh, electroshock therapy to death. Basically electric chair, right? Because yeah. he Wait, just turns it on. Have and, we established this as a children's location? There's kids everywhere. For real? Yeah, they're all sitting in the halls because that's apparently where they sit. Mm, all right. I guess um, sometimes you just got to shock some kids. The kid goes home to hide. Chucky follows him there. So, so here. Okay. What? what? I feel like, hang on, I feel like you're going to rip into this movie for a moment, and I need you to understand, Yes. I like this movie, so I'm be, not gonna, be, be I'm kind. Not, I'm not ripping into it in a bad way, it's just, because I, I still, it's a movie that I told you I, I watched a lot as a kid, Yeah. right? So, obviously I found it entertaining mm -hmm. as a kid, um, but I'm going to say, now that I'm looking back at it, writing, this kid is sure getting around this town for a six-year-old, like, yeah. You know how to get yeah. from this hospital, which is God knows where, right. back to your place. Right. How are you doing that, kid? Hey, listen. What, are you, you just know the train system to take you everywhere around? Wait, do the trains cost money to get on? Not if you're that small. Apparently. Yeah, you can sneak right. on. So then you, you get the, I never understood this in some horror movies, uh, especially slasher movies, non-supernatural, even though this is a very supernatural slasher film where they seem to get the killer on the ropes or at least makes the killer run away 
into a different house, into an apartment in this case, and then they go looking for the killer. Just leave. We're talking about the scene that now that Chucky's entered the home, right? And then they've come home and they've stopped the they, they've stopped the ritual, the, hi, the hijack because he's going to take over the, the body. Yeah. And then now it's, it should be like, okay, let's grab the mother and the kid and let's get yeah, out. Of yeah, yeah. Because they throw Chucky. Chucky disappears. Yeah. Let's At leave. that point, they could just leave the apartment, lock the door, lock the door. We're good. We're yeah. good. We can go. We can go get dinner. But instead, he goes looking through the apartment to try to find the doll. Again, he keeps going down to Chucky's level, though. Like He goes to look under the bed. Stop. Yeah. Stop getting on Chucky's like, level. Chucky's two feet tall, like, three feet tall. If, you just, if you're chasing a killer, right? why are you going to kind of peek yeah. at eye level for it for this killer to kind of stab you? Right, and eye. stop throwing Chucky. Stop throwing him. It. I mean, is he super strong in this? Uh, he has some weird doll strength, right? It's, it's weird, huh? There's no muscle on that like, are, like, are you a doll with your still human male strength? Because are you a doll with doll strength? Listen, I'm just saying that if my Teddy Ruxpin had come to life, I'm pretty sure I could kick its ass. Unless, Unless it what? had human male strength. Do you think it has like the same strength he had? As That's a what human? I'm wondering. It'd be nice if that was explained, because it was enough for him to try to, to choke him out for a little bit. But then That's it always true. seems like someone can grab him and pick him up and be like, come here, little baby, and throw it away. I do like the scene. So they finally get him uh, uh, trapped in the fireplace, and uh, Andy lights a match and throws it in. That thing lights up like they have a can of gasoline in that fireplace. Because <laughs> well, The best part about that scene to me is the fact that right before it, it's handy. Like, they kind of don't do it. We're supposed to be friends to the end. It's like his whole, I mean, first he's raving lunatic, I'm yeah. going to kill everybody. And then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, remember us for friends? And then that's when Andy gets his acting moment. Yeah. And then he's like... He gets the cool line. Yeah. What's that line again? This is the end. This is the end. Friend. Yeah. Bravo, Andy. Yeah. But it's not the end. It's because then you get a burnt, melting Chucky. I love this part of Chucky. I ain't gonna lie. The burnt, melting Chucky, kind of slow walking down the hall. Those right. Things it's a very work. Terminator. Yeah, it looks like really you, cool. You cannot stop him. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, uh, that, that's about it. So Burnt Chucky gets shot to shit. Then my most the, the most useless partner shows up. This guy in the movie Real Genius with Val Kilmer, he is one of the uh, snobby scientist friends. Well, I guess it goes from God to Jerry to you to the cleaners. Right, Kent? Oh, all right. He's useless in this movie. Well, listen, okay, I just it bothered me because I knew I've seen that face before, and I love Real Genius. I've seen it so many times that you know what? I'm getting sidetracked. Uh, that's the end of the movie, really. Yeah, that is. It, it kind of yeah. ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's, kinda, it's a lean eighty-seven. I'm, I'm happy that they at least basically because it could have been a moment of where he's like, "Well, how are we going to tell this story?" Right? Yeah. I don't believe you guys. Are you guys going crazy? And then at least he gets one more surprise from Chucky. Right. Right. And then then. He goes, uh, now do you believe me? And the partner goes, yeah, but who's going to believe me? Then, then That's a good point. Finally, yeah. he kills him with what? A bullet. To where? The heart. Say it. No. Huh? No. Come on, no, say it. No, Come on, sing it. Shot through the heart and you're too blame. Oh, no? Well, you just right. you just got us kicked, out, right. kicked off so oh, many platforms. Damn it, was that a... Yeah, we're going to... Oh, Bon Jovi is now I, the didn't proud play, owner we didn't of play this it. podcast. We didn't play it. You said it enough. You can you can you can say the word. You just can't play the song. Is that Bon Jovi? Yeah. Right. You give love a bad name. Yeah. I'm going with it. Yes. All right. Well, uh, if uh, you want to keep 
listening, we will be doing the remake, uh, which I believe was 2017? Yeah, 2018? It's, uh, very probably. recent. Within the last four or five years. Probably the most recent film we've done, which is kind of odd because the, the original, most recent original we've done, and now the remake is going to be the most recent remake we've done. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You know who's in it, right? Uh, no. You don't know who's in I, it? I haven't seen this movie, so this is going to be new for me. Oh, okay. Well, that'll yeah, be a surprise. Uh, I know who's in it, and um, I, Wait, have I, you seen it? I do like who's in it. Have you seen it? I've seen the trailer. Okay. Well, I mean, I've seen the trailer, but it was like a while back ago, so... But you don't remember who's in it? No. Okay. So, uh, if you're interested in to find out who it is, and you want to see Dante's reaction to who it is, then tune in next time. Don't sing it. Oh, okay. Okay.